We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in this Monday morning edition, Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. Since we have uh, last talked, Pete Golding, the new Ole Miss defensive coordinator. We'll talk about what that uh, what that means for the Rebels, what potentially, I guess, that means uh, through the rest of the staff, and more coming up to uh, today in, the, uh, in, in Portal news. Ole Miss picks up a commitment from UAB Portal offensive guard Quincy McGee. We kind of wondered kind of where the, where, the, where the beef was. There's another addition to Ole Miss from a, uh, an offense or defensive line standpoint. All eyes appear to be waiting on Walker Howard and his decision, whether that be Ole Miss or TCU, that could be expected, I guess, as early as today as uh, as well. And then a, uh, a couple of losses in basketball at the Pavilion over the weekend. Ole Miss men losing 62-58 to Georgia on Saturday and the women suffering their first SEC loss, I think 10 or so, no, no, five or so, whatever it was, I don't know, to, uh, to Alabama yesterday uh yesterday afternoon at the pavilion as well so it's kind of a rundown what's uh what's going on here heading into uh the week and another set of shows shows brought to you every day by the oxford exxon highway six west in oxford you know uh to get the lunch specials they change every single day they uh, have clean convenience store a lot of options hot cash ribs let them take care of dinner tonight maybe holiday not many people working so if you want to make it easy let Oxford Exxon and the Blue Sky take care of you. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. Uh, give our buddy Corey Clark at Clark Ford a call, 662-257-1900. Uh, tell him what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. Or uh, you can do what I have done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. The people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove what that means to you when you make the call. 662-257-1900 should be a uh, normal week of podcast, uh, which means at some point we'll have guests on the uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to try your own career, put your own career in your own hands? 
Uh, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify. Well, Andy can help you. Andy's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises, multiple businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Uh, call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or uh, contact Andy Ludicky anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net, 404-973-9901. So we'll start, uh, start football. Pete Golding again in as the Ole Miss uh, defensive coordinator replacing Chris Partridge in that position though at the uh, at the current time there's not other employment for Partridge um all expectations are that uh Maurice Crum will end up somewhere else as uh, as well Ole Miss has another opening already with Sam Carter at Purdue so a uh, a defensive staff spot there best that I can tell and I've been told Golding will definitely have a say in uh, and who fills those other positions on the defensive side of the ball from a staff change standpoint uh, you got something started getting no, into the mic okay um so look I mean you know we, we had what year was it was it 2018 when the Golding thing happened last was that was that was that when it was with with Matt staff and yeah, the whole uh, that's correct the, the rigmarole so a few years later Golding does uh, come in. He had five years at Alabama, the first year as a co-defensive coordinator, and the rest of the time as the defensive coordinator. Kind of made for his name for himself as the uh, defensive coordinator at UTSA during their uh, their 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 early good run here that they've continued through a couple different coaches. And then he's been in Mississippi multiple times, been at Delta State a couple times, been at Southern Miss as uh, as well. And, you know, from a straight football standpoint, um, it's a good hire. Two old, probably one of the, the the better options that Ole Miss could have done at this point. Um, I think. Then look, they've got several guys, including some that have jumped into the portal because that's another part of this. Is that with really, it's just today's college football is twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Um, when there are coaching changes, guys who recruited players, those players are going to explore their options. That happened over the weekend with um, Davis and Igmanosin. Tashim Johnson both getting into the portal as well as Kendrick Breedlove getting back into the portal again. He's done it, gotten out, now gotten back in as also. So uh, three different defenders there. Breedlove visited someplace, didn't he? Didn't he, Did go, he? To, did he go to Purdue? Did he? I thought so. Okay. So uh, that's going on. It Just from talking to people, it sounds like Ole Miss probably has a little better chance of getting Igminosin back if you wanted to say one of them did. Now, look, maybe but neither do. I'm not saying it's some guarantee, but just yeah. saying if you had to put an – if you had to put a percentage on one, it feels like Tashim is close to gone or gone. And yeah, I'd bet he's gone. Yeah. And I'd lean towards Davison being gone. Yeah. Based on just what I heard late yesterday as opposed to twenty four hours earlier when I said I thought they had a real shot to bring him back. I, they have a shot to bring him back, but it's it's no longer a shot from inside the arc. It's a, a little more of a heave now. Yeah. I think it's it's gonna be a haul. So, um, you know, look, that, that's going on. But overall, taking out player defections or anything like that, uh, Golding's recruiting chops are, are, are well documented. He's a really good recruiter. And he's a good recruiter in the, the Southeast. I mean, you know, as, as, as well as Partridge has done in the Northeast, if I'm going to have one or the other, you need, you need to hit the South. They're not always going to go up North and go find steals and, and, and players and whatnot. So 
you need Golding to be an elite recruiter um, while also managing the defense, something that's been a struggle for some people in the past. That's been one of those things. Is And, again, he's been doing it, so it's not like this is foreign. But at Ole Miss, when they've given some of those pl- those those play-calling titles over, recruiting from that individual has suffered um, at different points. So kind of curious to see what it looks like here as uh, as they move forward. And in the middle of a, a year where we've talked about this so much, from a recruiting standpoint, that when you talk about the – the, you know, the 10 million and the war chest and the money and all that stuff. What does a summer and a spring of recruiting look like for Ole Miss for this 2024 class? I mean, do they, it does it elevate on the high school side or is it the same plan, the same path that it has been? Because either way, I do think that tells us something about the Kevin era now that there is what they have discussed to be reputable money available for, uh, for moving forward. So, I mean, I think that, uh, I, I think that's a storyline to watch over the next few months, but, you know, look, Golding was looking for a change. Um, he was looking for getting back to Mississippi, frankly. He wanted to be back in Mississippi. And Ole Miss is the is the beneficiary of that, I think is mm-hmm. how I would put it. Um, I think that's that's where this sits right now, and now you see what it looks like. But all things um, on ahead, I think Ole Miss is upgraded defensive coordinator as of uh, going into the 2023 season. Yeah, I think it's an upgrade for sure. It's a guy that's been an SEC defensive coordinator at – an elite program, maybe one of the, well, not maybe, one of the two yeah. elite programs. <laughs> yeah, we're not bumping them down tiers here right now. Uh, one of the two elite programs in the country over the last five, six years. He's been there, um, so he's he's seen what it takes to uh, to win championships, what it takes to compete at the very highest level in, in the sport. Um, how I'm curi- What I'm curious to see is two things. One it's all sort of the same, but it's all involves Kiffin. Um, does Kiffin let him decide strategically what defense he wants to run? He's been then, a 3-4 at Alabama. And, and that's almost certainly what he will do at Ole Miss. And then does Kiffin allow him to have full say over which players they recruit for that system? Um, that's Those have been two things that I, I have – I've wondered, let's put it that way, I have, uh, my curiosity has been piqued on a number of occasions about just how much autonomy Chris Partridge had, both in recruiting. Sure. And um, especially with schemes. And especially with schemes. Yeah. Um, And we're not just making that up, obviously. Yet we don't talk to Chris. We don't talk to Lane. So you're obviously counting. We're on, playing a little game of telephone, but it's it's reputable telephone. You're, 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 but you're counting on second and third hand accounts, and sometimes you have to admit that that's those are second and third hand accounts, and sometimes a little bit of the truth gets lost in the translation. But I don't think all of the truth is lost in the translation. So those are the two things I'm I'm waiting to see, and then on a more uh, I guess granular front. Look, when you look at the roster today, offensively, there's some comfort. Defensively, there's some distress. Um, guys are in the portal. Guys can get into the portal through Wednesday, I believe. And then they can get back in in, in late April, early May. I think it's May 1st to May 15th. Okay. I have a hard time keeping up with They let the, the spring noodles. get over with yeah. and give them a two, two-and-a-half-week period. My anticipation is that Ole Miss will be active in the May portal period because I think they're going to have to be defensively uh, just to field a competitive roster. Um, 
it's why like, some of the people that have done the deal with, you know, like guys like Taishim and Davison leaving, you see people, and I think it's just to comfort themselves. Well, they weren't very good. They played a lot. So you're replacing people that play a lot with someone's got to play those snaps. Um, and then I'm like you. I'm curious. Golding recruited at an incredibly high level at Alabama. Can he recruit at anything resembling that level at Ole Miss? Can he bring those kinds of players that he was getting to Alabama to play in their defense? Can he get those kinds of players to come to Ole Miss? High school players. Because I think I think it's becoming obvious that the portal is just brutally competitive and only getting more competitive. And you've got to bring you you've you've got to have a base of guys that came to your program because they wanted to be in your program from a culture standpoint, from a talent based standpoint, you just have to have some of those people. And it appears that they're going to get off to a pretty good start. February the 7th, I think is the signing day. That's the, that's the, the rumored date that I hear for a couple, three commitments, high school guys for the 2024 class. Okay. Um, this this is a it's a really important class, especially on that side of the ball, because the roster. I mean, I'm not I'm not diving through it today. We got a lot of time, but the roster defensively has a lot of holes. It really does. Like, it's kind of frightening today. Well, it's like it's, look, he hasn't been some standout guy, but at the same time, I mean, Austin Keys is a loss. I mean, it's a guy who's given you meaningful reps in the SEC, and that sure. linebacker position is is. Continuous right now you don't know who's there it's kind of um, my point like is austin keys an all sec caliber yeah, no. player it doesn't appear so yeah if he ends up being some i'm absolute godsend at auburn then they did something that i haven't seen with austin right. keys to this point but he played a lot yeah and so you got to replace his snaps was tashim johnson an all sec caliber defensive back i don't think so but he played a lot and you have to replace his snaps davison's an, a loss now davison was good enough to start as a true freshman in what he start ten games, um, played a ton, and whether you think his potential was high or not, you have to replace those snaps. Miles Battles left. Miles Battle left. You have to replace those snaps. There's just a lot there. You have to replace those guys, and um, you know they've they've gone into the portal. They've had a lot of they've had more portal success offensively, I think, than they've had defensively. But they've got to go in and replace all those snaps. And you've either got to do it internally or you've got to do it externally. So I anticipate there's going to be a whole lot of May activity. Yeah, just try from a snap count standpoint. Tashim Johnson, 652 snaps. Davis and Igbenosan, 564 snaps. Austin Keys, 402 snaps. So roughly about 500 snaps apiece. So, I mean, just rough math, very rough math, 1,500 snaps. The number you six, replace. the number eight, and the number 15 snap totals on the defense. That's, that's a lot. When you're already losing the number one. Mm, you lose Finley, you lose Brown. Yeah, the number one, the number eight, tied with it, you know, so they play exactly the same number of snaps. Yeah. You lose, K- Katie Hill. You lose Miles, you lose Katie Hill. There's a lot lost on defense. So you've got to replace that, and I'll be curious to see, you know, like I don't anticipate I don't anticipate a lot coming this week in the portal defensively. I mean, I could be I could be completely wrong. I just would be a little surprised. I haven't heard a lot of buzz yet, but the tampering portal will kick back up 
pretty heavily here in the next couple weeks. And they'll have the benefit of going through spring practice, which will be more about getting a chance to evaluate some people and, and get a feel for what they need to do. And if I'm Ole Miss, I'm pretty heavily involved in the tampering portal here over the next three months. And I'm trying to bring some guys in to, um, to help me because I'm going to have to, I I think they're going to have to have some help to be serviceable in 2023. And then again, not to be repetitive, that's where you get into the, this, this cycle of, of high school recruiting, which will get pretty hot and heavy here starting in the next few weeks. They've got to have a really good class on that side of the ball. The other thing too, um, real quick, I guess. All right. Did you, did you respond to blue wire by the way? When Uh, I said that email? No, I haven't seen an email. Okay. No, we're good. All right. Um, Walker Howard. So waiting on that decision again, just because I'd like for it to be over in one way or the other, hopefully it's outdated, uh, by the time we talk again here coming up. But, uh, as of right now, it's Ole Miss or TCU, right? There's nobody else in this to this point. You feel like, um, I wouldn't say nobody left TCU yesterday morning. He, he went, he, he was here until at least two thirty on Saturday, flew to, uh, flew to Dallas. He was on the TCU campus Saturday evening. Um, I assume, I mean, I, I think it's significant to a degree that his visit to TCU was really short compared to his visit to Ole Miss. The only two caveats I'll throw in that is that he'd been to TCU before, so he knew the lay of the land. This was about sitting down with the new coaches, um, obviously Sonny Dykes, the head coach, and their new offensive coordinator, who I assume was there on Saturday night, Kendall Bryles, former Arkansas oh, right, offensive man. coordinator. Um I assume it was to talk to them, probably have dinner, have a meeting, get up, have a quick meeting, and then they left. Um, everything sounds like Ole Miss. The only the only other school that I keep hearing mentioned from the outside a little bit is Florida. And Florida makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Uh, Walker grew up in Lafayette. The head coach at Louisiana Lafayette for, what, five, six years was Billy Napier. Um Obviously, his dad, Jamie, knows Billy. The families know each other. Um, Florida, you may have heard, needs a quarterback. Um, I've heard that they are desperately trying to get a visit out of him. So, obviously, there's some familiarity there. But that would take a delayed timeline than we currently think is happening. It, it would. Look, Ole Miss starts classes a week from uh, a, a week from today. Yeah. So, he's in a world where he's going to enroll at Ole Miss and get started some point in the next three, four days, he's got to Start make a decision process. and, you know, he's got to line up a place to live and you have to like move your stuff and, um, you, you've got to get talk to an advisor and the whole deal. You've got to get yeah, a class yeah, yeah. schedule and yeah. yeah, I mean stuff that can be done quickly, but stuff that does have, does have to get done. You have to physically move your things <laughs> from one place to another. It's not magic. Um, you know, so th- it, if he's going to take another trip, He's got to probably hustle on that trip, but oh, they could they could get in a plane and get to Gainesville today or tomorrow and take a quick visit and make it and add that to the list of decisions. I think it's Ole Miss based on conversations I've had. Uh, at one point Saturday, someone told me it was Ole Miss, and someone it was someone in in Baton Rouge in yeah. Louisiana. Frankly, the LSU people have been my best source on on uh, on Walker Howard. 
other than anyone. But um, that's what I'd guess. But, you know, he's he's got he's got a few days, and so if he takes a few extra days to make sure that's what he wants to do, I, I understand. But yeah, there's a clock. The quarterback situation is fascinating because obviously Jackson Dart's back. They are trying to get – they've had Spencer Sanders in. I mean, haven't closed the book on him. I mean, I think they've recruited both of those guys essentially trying to get just as many as they can get, whether it be zero, one, or 2 or whatever, and bring in quarterbacks wherever they could bring them in. Um, it obviously shows that, you know, look, they have a running system. Should something happen, minor or more moderate, to Jackson Dart at some point, they need capable backups. Um but it's it's a fascinating recruiting situation for me just because it's so hard to talk quarterbacks into backup roles or not guaranteed spots even, depending on how you want to go about looking at it or what 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 it means that Ole Miss's quarterback room, um, whatever it ends it ends up being in this. I mean it is. It's 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 fascinating on what those guys believe and kind of what the process and the plan is for them moving forward. Um their dart and then whomever whomever joins him here in this uh in this in, in this class, well, look, they got to add bodies at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know whether Kincaid Dent is staying or not. I've heard yeah. different things. Walker Howard would fix a huge high school recruiting thing from the last couple of years. Yeah. Go, never mind. All right, there, sure, done, sure. There he is. Um, but yeah, they they've got to add they've got to add somebody at quarterback. I think they probably need to add two somebody's. I don't. I've heard different things about whether Kincaid's going to be here next year. You know, I mean, Kincaid graduates in May, I think. He could jump in the portal and go someplace and play a year. You know, I mean, it's pretty obvious he's not going to be the starter at Ole Miss. But there are places where, you know, Kincaid Dent could go and be the starting quarterback. Maybe he wants to go play quarterback somewhere for a year. I don't know. I mean, he'll have his degree. He could go someplace as a grad transfer and be the starting quarterback for a smaller school and experience that. And all I, I don't know. That's a possibility, I'm told. So if that's the case, you've got to have at least one more body. Frankly, you need to bring in another body. I don't know how you do that. Maybe you find somebody. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, but the 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 Spencer Sanders thing was was kind of you know baffling on a couple of fronts. But on one front, it was like, well, you got to have somebody that, to be there. Howard makes more sense. Yeah, look, I mean, if Sanders, yes, yeah, Sanders has positives and negatives, and you go, mm, okay, but eh, 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 eh. you know what I mean? Like, I can get everywhere with it. I go, okay, what's why does that make complete sense? Okay, why is that kind of weird? All right, I can tell you that one too. So, speaking anyway. of Spencer Sanders, he on I think it was Friday, he put a house, put a house, and, and uh, look, it could mean that he found home, or he's back home, or he's back home, or he bought a home, or he was house shopping. Never know. You're saying that one emoji, it's hard to know exactly everything that's going on around that decision right. from the one emoji. I mean, it's possible. Still, I mean, as I mean, of, I mean, we've been deciphering Kiffin for a while with the devils and the chairs and the tables and the fish and the the whole deal. So, as of now, he's still uh, still just that's his latest tweet. Okay, a house. All right, this show the is, housing uh, market has been a big conversation. It has interest rates have gone up. The housing market's been different. Yes, maybe he listened to mind on my money. It's possible. Still a pretty healthy market around here right now. Stuff, it stuff, is. stuff going. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what the market's like in Stillwater or in his home in Denton, Texas. I mean, who knows what? And maybe he just was like, a, maybe he was just thinking, maybe he was watching Bear in the Big Blue House. I don't know. Okay. House hunters. House hunters. I think it's unfair that he tweets a house and 
we all thousands of people automatically assume something. Yeah. This podcast brought to you in part by better help. When you're not, when you're at your best, you can do great things. Sometimes life gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed, like you're not showing up the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. And again, you talk to a therapist, somebody with no preconceived notions. It's great to have friends and families to bounce stuff off of. But professional help sometimes is the way to go. They have a clean slate. And they will help you through whatever problems without really affecting them at all. So they are great for you in that way, whether it be anything basic or more major, as in traumas and more. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW. To get 10% off your first month, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. If you haven't uh, already made the move, you need to experience the difference a quality sock makes. Go to DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout, get 25% off all orders, including sale items. Um, as they continue to grow, they want you to they want to extend a special thanks to uh, the continued support of the Rebel Grove community. The folks at DeadSoxy are constantly striving to improve their quality, relationships, and customer experiences. As an MPW Digital listener, you'll be the first to hear about all new products and opportunities as they come about. Remember to enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout for 25% off all orders and Happy New Year from Dead Soxy. Walk-On's Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like Juicy Burgers and Fresh Salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit Walk-Ons today in Oxford or Ridgeland. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Well, the hand raised guys on Thursday night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app and name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by our friends at Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade. It's manufactured right here inside Mississippi. If you take diabetes medication, high blood pressure meds, or cholesterol meds, you know they typically can cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But that's where uh, Chris and the people at Solutions RX come in. They created a product called Prescription Support. Puts those vitamins back into your body, helps with those side effects, keeps you more compliant taking your meds, and helps you stay healthier over the long term. 
Solutions Rx is available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi or off their website at solutionsrx.com. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery. JohnsonHillCreamery.com is the website. You can order most things right there, including their uh, house-made cheeses that they do every single day here in Oxford. I've been telling you about their uh, their Valentine's Day cheese class coming up February 13th, 6 to 7.30. You can celebrate with all the four percenters at your Valentine's-themed cheese board building class. Tickets available for that. Snacks, refreshments, special dessert included as well. For more information and to purchase tickets, you can visit johnstonhillcreamery.com. Also, you know, it is uh, king cake season. They do their in-house uh, king cakes, including their newest flavor, the blueberry cheesecake. So see all the flavors, all the sizes available. Again, johnstonhillcreamery.com. They need 24 hours notice for the king cakes. So get those calls in, 662-419-9201. Okay. Hmm. Um, all right. Ole Miss Falls, 62-58. To Georgia on Saturday afternoon. Mike White's like night. Got to visit with Mike back. for a while. Nice. Talk to Mike. Yeah, how's Mike, to Mike doing? Mike's doing great. Is he doing? He's very happy in Athens. A new start was good for Mike. Said Athens reminds him a lot of Oxford, which is what a lot of yeah, people that's, say. That's, yeah. New start was good. He enjoyed everything about Florida, except things just kind of got weird at the end. Well, had a good run. Florida is an interesting job because it's an interesting place. It, I, I, you do. You feel like they do this in every sport. They it's, do. Is it program or coach? Because they've had some great coaches who have won at the highest levels. But then when they don't have those great coaches, it's just kind of okay. It's like, well, and if you go back, like Billy Donovan. Well, I did this. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, but I did this with, I was looking it up during the game. Like Mike's run at Florida. Now he didn't go to the final four. He got close, went to an elite eight, but he didn't, like crater the program either they were consistently in the ncaa's and in fact most years they won at least a game yeah he made he made four straight tournaments i think after the elite eight i think that's right i think that's right and the year of 2020 they were going to i was looking it up they were going to get in again yeah they were going to be like a seven or an eight so it was fine it just wasn't billy donovan it's high bar but if you look at the end of Billy at Florida, he was sort of yeah. kind of where Mike was. Yeah. And so they they opened that job up at Florida, and I think they thought that the whole world would come calling for it, and they didn't. And the guy that's there now is like, they're okay. What's Florida right now? What's their net? You know? I'll, I'll look it up. I got to look this up today anyway because I did not get – Mike White in his tenure at Florida, NIT in year one, Elite Eight, round of 32, round of 32, canceled, would have been in, round of 32, and then his final year when it was pretty evident stuff was going on, 19 and 13, 9 and 9, and missed. Keep in mind that his best player fell over on the court. Had cardiac arrest yeah. on the floor in Tallahassee in late November. Yeah. That changes their season a little bit, don't you think? I mean, kind of, you know. Yeah, significant. Everything going on with that level of tragedy, plus your best player is just not playing too. Yeah. I mean that's Florida's net right now is forty eight. Well, it's like we'll talk a ton of NFL tomorrow, but I mean that's part of the Demar Hamlin story. Is it's not just his health; it's hey Buffalo doesn't have him on the field. That does change things. Yes, I mean they're missing a player um, when you have a team that plays yeah. five players. 
on the floor at the same time. And the best one. And the best one is out. Well, it's significant. Yeah. And then if you have like a team where the best two are out, it's really significant. Just, you know, thinking out loud. Someone stream says, uh, if you're looking for a show to get uh, into, The Last of Us on HBO is a phenomenal 10 out of 10 recommended. There's a message board thread about that going on right now, too. So it appears to be highly regarded among several uh, Rebel Grove and MPW digital sets uh, here today. Um, so Ole anyway. Ole Miss's net, in case you're trying to watch for the bubble, okay. is down to 113. The Rebels travel to uh, South Carolina tomorrow. The Gamecocks net is 272. By far the worst in the league. And then Ole Miss travels to Arkansas on Saturday. Uh, Arkansas 1-4 and four in the SEC, but their net is a 27 right now because of their strength of schedule. Yep. 113. 0-5. Ole Miss has lost 10 straight SEC games. 20 of the last 24, I believe. 20 of the last 24. And I guess technically 21 of the last 25 if you go back again. Yeah. Because that's LSU. In the tournament. Yeah. That kind of feels like it's unfair to put that one in, so I won't. But, yeah. yes, technically it's true. We're arbitrary wherever, but that is still the – yeah. Then they would say, well, then why don't you go back one more game, which right. would be fair. Um, South Carolina, by the way, some of the stranger things you have seen, they've played three games in a row – well, their last three games, put it that way – they have two losses of more than 40 points and then a win at Rupp. They lost by more than 40, won at Rupp, and then they, A&M beat them 94-53. At one point, it was 72-27. to 27. The numbers were in. Was it really? Yeah. That's one thing when it's 32-23, you go, okay, but not 72-27. Yeah. Down 45. Feels significant. Feels like something's wrong. Look, it, it, this is... Well, you know, I did see that score, and I thought that they had gotten it in. I thought they had messed up who was winning, and it was a South Carolina women's game is what I thought when oh. I first saw it. When I first saw it, I went, oh, okay, they messed that up. And I went, oh, God, it's men. Oh, hell, that's not good. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I started to say tomorrow's a must win. I don't, I don't know what makes anything a must win at yeah, this point. Yeah, I mean, come on. What is fascinating about them? If anything is fascinating about them right now, okay, I'm in, I'm, I'm all ears. No, 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 seriously, is that, and I, it's not. I don't know if it's a compliment what it is, but when I watch them play, they're still playing hard for him. Very hard. They haven't quit. No, they're just losing basketball games. I mean, they they have I, no I, ability to make runs. I don't so feel it, like it's, I'm, it's it's waiting every single game for the other team to go on a run, and when that run happens, they can't respond. And that, that that's that's every game. I don't feel like I'm violating a confidence here when I'll tell you that, you know, we didn't when I was talking to Mike, we weren't talking about Ole Miss basketball. I was catching up with a friend. You know what I mean? How how's your family? How's everybody like Athens? Stuff like that. The one thing he did say, I'm sure he said it on the record to other people, but we weren't off you know what I mean. They really guard you hard. Like Ole Miss really guards you. They get up in they your do. grill. They're good defensively. They just can't shoot. It's it. People are like, well, what's wrong with them? Well, they can't put the ball into the basket. That's it. Defensively, and, effort. And, okay. And then late in games, 
It's the damn like look. They also have no confidence late in right. games, so you, they start looking around and they get timid and they don't expect to win late in games. You and I talked about this on Saturday afternoon. They ran in the last two minutes. They ran a they called timeout and they ran a play out of the inbounds. Yeah, they executed it perfectly. They got Matthew Morrell an open corner three. Okay, wide open. And he missed it. Nothing else Kermit could have done. No, I'm not. He did the perfect I'm not, thing. I'm not ripping Matt. Yeah, sure. But Matt's having a hard time shooting the ball this year. Um, they missed so many shots close to the basket. Bunnies. Their final percentage on threes was is like eighteen percent, like three for twenty something. They do that fairly consistently. They just can't make shots. Now, this week, I think both of these games this week are really winnable. You can beat South Carolina because everybody beats South Carolina. You can beat South Carolina. They need to beat South Carolina for some confidence. I think they can beat Arkansas. Arkansas doesn't have Nick Smith Jr. They lost Trevin Brazil for the year. Yeah, they're a shell of what we thought they were going to be. Yeah, I mean, if you added Brazil and Nick Smith Jr. to that team... They'd be different because Brazil, on top of being this six foot ten kid who is so athletic, he was a shooter. He could knock down threes. They don't have anybody that can knock threes down. I mean, they have a few people, but they don't have that consistent dude. It's like Debo Davis, and there's a couple of guys that can make shots for them. Pinion, the the freshman, but he can't guard anybody, so they have to be very careful when they play him. So they're really depending on Anthony Black who's going to be a really good NBA player one day, but is right now still learning how to play the point at the college level. Uh, they've got the kid from Wichita, whose name escapes me right now, who's a really good athletic player, but he's not a great shooter. I think the game in Fayetteville is winnable. Now, it's losable. They could easily go up there and lose by 15. That, that, that wouldn't shock anyone. But you're right. There's a confidence thing, especially late in games. I asked Kermit, do you think it's mental – and I started, to, after he gave me a pretty good answer, I started to say, maybe I'm using the wrong word. Do you think it's confidence? But I didn't. It felt like we're piling on. Because um, there's also a lot of time left to talk about what happened and why this happened. It's January 16th. I mean, we got a long way to go. They have more than 15 games remaining. <sighs> I know. I've, it's in my head. I've counted. Um, Real quick. Yeah. I'm but, changing the subject, but I guess that's okay at the moment. Is we didn't talk about this, but as badly as Ole Miss shoots, have you seen weird stats out of state the last two games? No. So they lose. Now they get two road games, but they lose in Athens and Auburn the last two games. Yeah. I, you understand why we all were looking toward that state Ole Miss game is oh god is anybody getting into the fifties because state against Georgia lost from the free throw line. They went seven for twenty two from the free throw line. Missed fifteen free throws, but of twenty two, seven of twenty two. From the line. They went in the first half, they were two of 10 from the line against Georgia. So that's why they lost that basketball game because they only lost by eight. And then Saturday or whenever it was, they played Auburn. And Auburn only wins 69 63 at Auburn Arena. They toughed it out. Mm -hmm. State from the three point line, 0 for 18. It's hard. 0 for 18. You're going to go 0 for 18 from three and then miss 15 free throws. It's going to be a hard slog. (laughs) You better be really good on the glass. I mean, if you babe. tell Chris Jans, hey, okay, here's the deal. You're going to take 18 threes and miss them all. Yeah. And 
you're going to go to the free throw twenty free throw line twenty two times. He's going to go, okay, okay. You're going to miss fifteen of those. He's going to go. That's not looking up for the home team. That's that's. <laughs> y'all just want to go to Mama Goldberg's and get out of here. What do y'all want to do? Because we're not winning. Yeah. I mean, and they played it fairly close because they're a really good defensive team. I mean, they are really good on defense. Yeah, but yeah, not, yeah. But that's not that's not enough. You got to be no, more yeah, than yeah, that. That's that's Ole Miss's problem is they just don't have those consistent scorers. You've got Matt. I really like Amari Abram, but he's a freshman, and you're asking a ton of him. Yeah. Um, Deshaun didn't play. And I mean, that's going to be the deal on Tuesday. Is as bad as South Carolina is, you've got to lock up that kid who's averaging like 15, 16, that top five star recruit they got in as a freshman. I mean, yeah. they've got a they've got a dude. Oh, they've got a dude who's a potential lottery pick. Yeah. So you got to can't let him get going. Yeah, he can't go for thirty four on you on Tuesday. Ricky Councils, who I was thinking of, the Wichita State transfer. Oh. In the event that Mister and Mrs. Council are listening, okay, it's Ricky Council the fourth. Um, his, cr- bro- his brothers are Ricky Council the second and Ricky Council the third. And dad is Ricky Council. Really? Yep. Is that true? It's a true story. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was, wa- I was watching their game against... Really? Yeah, I was watching their game against... Maybe it was Auburn, and they were talking about him. Ricky Council the fourth, and you're thinking really? it was fourth generation. Nope, just the fourth one. Is the second junior or the second? So Ricky Council the second. Is it really? And then Ricky Council the third, and Ricky Council the fourth. Well, that would be correct. That's how you do it. No rule against it. Is it? If it's the normal thing, is it? Are you a? Are junior and the second interchangeable, or is it junior if it's the son, but it's the second if it's anybody but like the first son? How does that? I mean, I am from Louisiana, and that's a fair question, but I don't know. You the don't know answer. the answer to that. I think in Louisiana, if it's your son, it's junior, and if it's like your cousin, it's the same. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Having fun. 
It's not that much inbreeding in Louisiana. Just some. Not that much. Yeah, it's not like pervasive. I I don't know the answer. I I just thought it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought it was an interesting little story. With Ricky Council the fourth. He's a very good player, by the way. The uh, the crowd was pretty good on Saturday, frankly, relative to the product. I mean, I oh, thought people showed up all right. Um, they announced six. I would have guessed forty five hundred ish, which yeah. was a lot more than I thought would be there. Yeah, he was okay. Except for a team that was zero and five or whatever that zero four in the league at the time, it was it was okay. I kept people kept going, man, it's dead in here. I'm like, no, nah, it's not that dead. It's it's not electric, but how could you be electric? Yeah, how how, how would it possibly be electric? Yeah, but I left the house at like eleven forty to get there, and I frankly was thinking I would just cruise right in, and when I turned off on Chucky Mullins, there was traffic. I was like, whoa, I underestimated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful day. I mean, could not have been a prettier day. So, yep. Okay. Getting a little more SEC basketball here in a second. First, for the day, I'll tell you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you directly to your door, whether it be the New Orleans-style barbecue, their recent offering, they've got the full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter, or the French Quarter Alfredo, or even the Simply Shrimp. If you want to season it yourself, kid has a little more of a discerning palate, they'll take care of you. Let them handle dinner tonight. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with PrimeShrimp.com. Use code MPW. For $20 off your first order, so whether it be the uh, two-pound bags of of, uh, grocery store shrimp that is a higher quality from the New Orleans-based brand, those are individually frozen, or their meals in a bag, that's primeshrimp.com. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used uh, before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout, get 20% off your purchase. Automation and Control Systems LLC is owned by the Beast of Baldwin. That's Clay McNutt. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider. It's a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Lamons. Lamons Fine Jewelry at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for uh, the past 75 years or so. Valentine's Day is about four weeks away, so uh, if you're thinking about jewelry uh, gift for uh, your loved one. They've got it all. Wedding rings, engagement rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LammonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle has clients in more than 20 states. They have advisors in multiple states. Founded in 1997, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. And you might be thinking about traveling, and if you are, spring break, summer, whatever the case may be, get in touch with John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, 
Give John some parameters. Give him a budget. Give him a budget that's important. Give him a budget, and he will come up with options that makes your trip a special one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. I want to thank Rebel Nation for the support in 2022. Thanks to your generosity, the Champions Now campaign nearing the $52 million mark, and they're looking forward to an even bigger year in 2023. For info on supporting Ole Miss Athletics, that's give to athletics.com. And then also remember that uh, as basketball season is ongoing, you can show your support for their efforts on the court by signing up for the Pledge Per Win campaign. Sign up to pledge a specific amount for every Rebel win in men's or women's basketball. Earn blue priority points through every donation. Give to athletics.com slash donate. Call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159 to sign up to uh, today. As I mentioned the opening before I get back into the men's uh, men's stuff, kind of what went, went on around the, when the, uh, around the conference yesterday. Uh, the women lose to Alabama lose their first SEC game of the year. And I'll, I'll be kind of curious um, <clears throat> what that looks like moving forward. I mean, they're going to win some games. They're not a bad team. Alabama was higher in the net than Ole Miss and, and got a win in Oxford yesterday. But it's the second year in a row that they kind of got the big crowd and then lost the game. And mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, whatever. They played good teams. It was Tennessee last year. It was Alabama this year. But you just wonder, is there staying power for the people to show up the next time? It's something that is still new, and you, they, you, you get them in there, and you just – when you look back at it, you go, you missed an opportunity right there. It was just second time in a row to kind of to kind of miss it. Um, I know some of the vendors ran out of some food yesterday. Really? Just stuff that, eh, you know. I mean, you kind of had it right there and didn't fully uh, didn't fully take advantage of that. So I'll be curious to see what. Uh, That's impressive. They got that kind of crowd on an NFL playoffs day. Yeah, they got a. I mean, pretty good crowd. I don't know. I, 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 everybody sits in the club seats, and that's where the pictures were taken. So I don't know what the entire arena looked like. Right. But yeah, I mean, it was a it was a really good crowd. There's no doubt about that. Um, Cause there were some really good games yesterday. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, I'm having to almost kind of make myself not talk about it because I know it'll be tomorrow when they finish up Dallas and um, Tampa Bay today to uh, to to close the week there in uh, in that one. So. Were all five games really good? They were, weren't they? Uh, the only sort of kind of dud was 49ers, and I mean, yeah. they still... It was good for a while. It was never in doubt. You didn't know if Seattle might cover or be close, but I never I never had a moment where I went, oh, Seattle's about to go do this damn thing. I was Trevor like, Lawrence's tweet Sunday was yeah, funny. That was good. <laughs> that was fun. I laughed out loud. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie, they had us in the first half. Well, true. <laughs> Did you see... Yeah. I know we're not going to talk about it a lot, but I, it, it's on my mind. I, I wish I could find who did it. I, I'm going to put it in thoughts, which I'll finally get to today. I just couldn't make myself write it yesterday. I just couldn't do it. I literally had that day where I just couldn't do it. I was busy writing, recruiting, and I just couldn't I couldn't make myself sit down and do it. Um, somebody broke down how bad of a play call the Chargers had. It was 27 to nothing. Okay. And they ran a like a a sweep, a wide receiver sweep on a third and short. And it got blown up and they had to punt. Okay. And Jacksonville ended up scoring a touchdown. They made it 27-7 before the half. At the half. Okay. And it was 
the beat writer covering the Chargers went back to the beginning of the offseason and dissected how that play came about, the personnel came about, the failures that led to that play. It was absolutely one of the best. I tweeted it out yesterday. It was one of the best autopsies. At the end of a season, sometimes we'll write an autopsy is what I call it. Yeah, sure. It was one of the best football autopsies I've ever read in my life. Maybe the very best really? one. The guy's name is Topper, I think. Okay. Fantastic reporting. The writing was amazing. I mean, I, re- I was reading it going, I wish I could be one-tenth this good. Um, it was it was absolutely incredible. But he dissected how that player ended up in that spot, how that play came about. He criticized the play calling, but he backed it up. He criticized the front office, backed it up. Talked about how in that building, they always call it chargering. They always find a way to blow it. And that was the beginning of blowing it. It wasn't the end. Everybody always points to the end. It's like when a, when, when a game comes down to a kick. Yeah. And you go, well, if that kicker, I'm like, come on, man. No, no. Yeah. Those three seconds did not. Well, if it's 31 nothing, And then, yeah, then yeah. Yeah, I mean, it comes down more than that. Yeah. And it's what he was pointing out is that, no, you could trace – you could trace the beginning of the end of that game to a moment where they were up 27 nothing, seemingly in full control. Yeah. Um, really, it's a tragic day around the SEC yesterday. Devin Willock, the uh, offensive lineman in Georgia, and Chandler LaCroix, who was a member of the, uh, the Georgia recruiting department, both passed away in a car accident, I guess, early Sunday morning. Um, yeah. by, by, by timeline there, two other members of the team are injured but appear to be okay. Um, from a, from a life threatening situation at uh at least so uh, just a terrible news out of Georgia there that was the um kind of the aftermath they had their parade and their celebration on Saturday and then it was late night kind of after everything on uh on Sunday morning when the uh, when the car crash happened um, and then I guess yesterday around midday Darius Miles a, an Alabama basketball player was arrested for uh, capital murder as someone was killed. Um, Basically, right off campus. If you if you if you're understanding t- Tuscaloosa geography, it was on the strip, but on it was like strip, right very, across the street from campus. It was right basically by the football stadium. Yeah, it was on their Walk of Champions, Bear Bryant Drive, right there. Yeah. Um, basically, bullets were fired into a vehicle and uh, and, and killed a female. Um, it seems like cameras and footage were used to identify the the two people who have been arrested. One of those, again, Darius Miles, who uh, was ruled out the day before for the season with an ankle injury. He had not played much. He played a lot last year, had not played much this season for Alabama. But um, he was kicked off the team very, very quickly because I went – a couple couple people had asked me, is he related to the Darius Miles who played in the NBA, you know, like the mm-hmm. other Darius Miles, and I said, I have no idea. He's I, not, by I the don't way. think so. No, but I went to his – I was trying to pull up his Alabama page, and it was like five minutes after it broke, and it already had been wiped from the system. I couldn't even get to it. Um, but you saw a video yesterday on Twitter of him being – um, taken from the Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's Department to, I, guess, I assume, the jail. I don't know what was going on there. But um, the other person who has been arrested in connection to this uh, was from Maryland and had no connection to the University of Alabama at all. So I don't know what that situation is. But nonetheless, Miles, one of the two, arrested for that uh, that crime yesterday. So Yeah, just... They, have they said 
who fired the bullets? They have not to the best. I, I've read, I read a story last night, late an update from Tuscaloosa news. And I read something earlier in the day from AL.com and neither had identified who had fired. They were both charged with the same offense. Um, simply because they dictated that both actions led to the, led to the, the death of the, of, of the young woman. Um, the fact that it was in a vehicle is the reason why it was elevated to capital murder, by the way. I read that okay. uh, in Alabama it takes a special circumstance for that and that being in a vehicle is what uh, contributed and uh, and did that. So, uh, Okay. Because um, they interviewed um, – they, they, a lot of the Alabama players – Alabama had played a game earlier that night a lot of the Alabama players were on the strip. Oh, really? They had interviewed a lot of them to figure out who else may have been involved. Who was around? Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of that, Alabama beats LSU uh, 106-66 in Tuscaloosa on Saturday. They led 59-22 at the half. Alabama, clearly the best team in the SEC. They are... They are rolling right now up to number four nationally going into today. And then uh, Kentucky showed a little life, 63-56 in Knoxville, winning at Thompson Bowling on Saturday. That was Tennessee's first loss of the season in conference play, 14-3 and overall. And then Have Kentucky you watched now, the interview? Two and three. What? Have you watched the interview? I don't guess, so because I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, if you're not, you did not keep up with John Calipari interviewed during the game by Holly Rowe? No, 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 no. You need to watch. Okay. Do you want me to watch and then we react, or you want to tell me what happened? If you can find it, you should find it and watch it. He Like right now? Yeah. He okay. puts his hands on her right. shoulders in a way that is so creepy and uncomfortable. Why? I, I, I don't know why. He has subsequently said it was wrong. Why do you do it? I don't know. Maybe he felt so comfortable with Holly Rowe from I mean, I'm sure he knows her talking well, to her but... over the years that he felt like he could, on camera, put his hands on her body. I mean, when I say that, I don't mean in a sexual way, but he put his hands on her shoulders in a way that I don't know that he would have done that to a man interviewing him. Well, I mean, he wouldn't. I though. wouldn't think. And so it's a, it, was, it was creepy. It was a problem. He just, at first it looked like he was shaking her. I don't understand why you can't just, you know that interview's coming. A lot of coaches don't like it, but it's part of the deal. It's part of the TV deal. All right, I got it. You know you're going to do it, so just do it. You can't touch her. No, I mean. You can't touch her. You can't touch he her. He clearly feels way too comfortable with her. I mean, you can. Yeah, but you can't touch no, her. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. Not, you, you know what? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. I expected it to look different than it did. Okay. Let, me, let me put it that yeah. way. No, no, no. Look, you can't touch her. I'm not right. defending Chan right. Calipari here. Okay. Because it, it's remarkably unfair oh, to Holly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Holly's one of the nicest yeah, people yeah, yeah, in yeah, all yeah. of journalism. Again, don't don't I misinterpret. Mean, anybody who's ever met Holly Rowe for more than just a second, really like. I guess her. my point is, when it, when I watched it, I went, oh, okay, well, at least it's not Joe Namath. Like, no, no, no. It's he, not this. Uh, he wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't. Like, it wasn't sexual in nature. He wasn't like smelling her hair no, or something. No, 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 Not that we would ever have anybody in a high spot who would do that. But, yeah. but, but it was just 
something he wouldn't have done to a male reporter. Well, amen. I mean, I mean, that's my point. So you have to treat her the same way you would. You, you just can't. You can't. You can't touch her like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like a fireable offense or anything. He's not. He he didn't violate her, but and it's the double. You know, even if he's like, he puts a hand like on her shoulder as he's answering. I'll give him a little more. Yeah, because you could do that to a male. I mean, you know, if you're talking to somebody, you go, "Hey, look, I'm." Yeah, you know what I mean. You're explain. It's, I'm probably. I mean, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, you just can't. We've never been standing out at junior day, and I go, "Hey, Neil, let me tell you what. Here's what's going on. <laughs> right. let, let me let me fill you in. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm such. I, I'm the type that like. A female friend. You will go. Well, I mean, like when, like for example, one of Caroline's friends came by on Saturday night. Caroline went back to Fayetteville on Sunday. She came by on Saturday night to see her, and I've known the girl since she was, I don't know, second grade. And I gave her a hug, but yeah, I was careful to kind of, you know, yeah, you yeah, don't want to, yeah. you just don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. So I'm not. The, I, I would be the last person who would do that. Hey, Holly, so here's what happened. Come on. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a much deeper conversation that I don't really, I mean, whatever, but nobody came for that today. But he, he felt very comfortable with her and then proceeded inappropriately from there. Well, I'm sure they've known each other for a long time. Two and decades, I'm sure probably. that they have a, a, a personal relationship yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Has she responded? Not that I've seen. Okay. I mean, she will diffuse, if anything. Probably, but she couldn't have been happy. No. That, that had to puts her in a very uncomfortable position on camera. So... Yeah. Speaking of, and I, again, we'll do some NFL tomorrow. Credit here for asking the correct questions in the in the late game last night, making Harbaugh a little uncomfortable. Um, really good job from Michelle, the sideline reporter last night. I mean, going, hey, well, what would it take? Like, whatever. And he was doing that. They even remarked on it with the broadcast because, I mean, Harbaugh wasn't going to do anything stupid there. He was going to just get out of the interview. But you could tell she had struck a couple nerves with him, and he was like... Rrr. He apologized later. Yeah, he was and he was fine, though. I, I didn't think he handled it poorly. I thought no. both people handled it. I mean, he doesn't have to tell her state secrets. And you got out of it yeah, knowing it that hey, he's not particularly happy about a couple things right now. No, no, it was good. Yeah. It was fine. There was, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do think there's no reason to apologize. That makes no sense to no. me. Whatever, move on with your day. But I was like, huh, okay. I kind of perked up. Went, oh, that was good. It was a really good broadcast last night. Well, and we got it. We got it on the heels of the sleep-inducing broadcast of the Chargers and the Jags. Yeah, what was up with that? Dude. I mean, I guess Al Michaels has lost his fastball because that was awful. I mean, it was past his bedtime or I what? mean... Oh my God! Unbelievable! Jags win! Jags win! Jags win! Like I, what? What are you doing? You just had like the third best comeback in NFL history. What are you doing? Yeah, and, and I, 
like the Dolphins. I mean, to be honest, when the game ended, they were so not excited that I almost went, is there a penalty? Like, is it is it really over? Like, yeah. I, I felt like, hey, what? Uh, is that it? Play more football? I don't know. Like The Dolphins-Bills broadcast was very good. It was good. No problem. I'll tell you who's great. I went to the gym, and on the way back, I was listening to the radio call. Is it Kevin Harlan on Westwood One? I think Kevin Harlan does do Westwood One. That dude is awesome. I could listen to that guy read the damn phone book. He, but his, his commentary leaves absolutely nothing to quite. You have, you could drive down the road for three and a half hours and listen to an NFL game with him and feel like you were there. He keeps you up to date with the time at all times. You always know down and distance, you know, who carried the ball where the play went, how it unfolded. You just, he's, he is terrific at it. And his voice, his voice inflection, that dude is And fan, he can fantastic. carry it himself, which some sports are harder than others. They all have their difficulties. The ability for one announcer to do a solo broadcast is maybe the hardest thing in media yeah. like that for hours where you're just on it. I mean, hey, here's and that cat. He's remarkable. He's great. I mean, I literally kind of was like, gosh, I hate to go inside and watch. Uh, people asking here. Um, we do know the times for everything next weekend for the divisional rounds. Again, we'll talk full football tomorrow from an NFL standpoint. Oh, what are the times? But uh, Jacksonville, Kansas City will be at 2.30 on Saturday to kick okay. us off for the weekend. All right. Sorry, 3.30. This is actually in Central Time. Okay. Um, and then the New York football giants in Philadelphia at 7.15 on Saturday night. So Sign me up. Night game in Philadelphia there for uh, for the Giants. Giants Giants looked. Dayball hey. absolutely deserves coach of the year. They were kind of interesting. They were. There was some stuff there. There was some some stuff that reminded me of stuff. Then uh, on Sunday, the game that well everybody's gonna be locked into Cincinnati at Buffalo is at two o'clock on CBS at Orchard Park. If the Bills can't get some of these offensive linemen back, not Bengals. the Bills, the Bengals. They've lost three starting offensive linemen in the last three weeks, if, one each week. If they can't get some of those guys back, this the is The kid just, from Alabama got hurt last night, Jonah. Jonah Williams. Yeah. He's, who had played all but like five snaps at left tackle. Yeah. He'd had a really good year. And then look, Josh Allen's got to quit turning the damn football over. He's great, but he's making a lot of mistakes right now. Their that, offense, that game was weird. Because their, offense, their offense is... They're very big play dependent. And if they don't get the big play. Yeah. And look, Cincinnati defensively is pretty good. That's got a chance now. If they can do anything to protect Burrow. What it's doing to me is I kind of go, eh, it's Kansas City again, isn't it? Feels like everybody it. else just has this flaw. Unless. That. I mean, look, you, you count out Jacksonville right now at your own peril. Really? You get teams that get hot, and now they're in free shot territory. Yeah. Now they're playing house money. Y'all are walking out with, y'all are leaving this casino with money. Yeah. Just a matter of how the all much. The offseason's great either way. We're great. Just how much money. Yeah. You guys, this is a successful year. Your final meeting is going to be hey, fellas, this was, this was a great year. So now you just get to decide how great it's going to be. Your future is bright. Yeah. And then uh, we know we don't know who's going to be in it, but Dallas or Tampa Bay, they will head to uh, San Francisco and play the 49ers on Sunday evening. 5.30 start for that one. 
And as bad as Purdy was, the Niners still just there's look. They're really good up front. I don't know that Purdy can win a Super Bowl, but when you look at them, they're I think they're the best team in football outside of quarterback. I do too. Oh, for sure. They're the best team. They're very good up front. McCaffrey's a weapon. They've got weapons out wide. They're good. Debo Samuels, a you have to account for him at every single moment of the game. They can and, still win the whole thing. And then defensively, they might they and Baltimore might be the two best that Baltimore defense. Yeah. With Roquan Smith and, and Queen at linebacker. Yeah. Shoo, that's some speed, man. Yeah. Marcus Peters still playing well. It's it's yeah, they're they're good. Uh all right. We'll keep going in a second. First, tell you about Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze. The one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more there from uh, your favorite internet in Lafayette County. Also, if you're in Pontotoc or Union Counties and you do not previously have internet, let them help you. Again, 662-238-3159. We're brought to you by Opa. It's Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. The Greek restaurant's perfect place uh, for you. If you're coming up for a basketball uh, game, baseball games coming up, just hanging out in Oxford, stop by Opa. Uh, you'll be super glad that you did. Great libations, great food, great environment as well. Also brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. We'll have uh, Neil's picks up again, probably on Saturday again. We'll do that. Pick the NFL Divisional Playoff Games. That's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If uh, you're on the job hunt, whether you're a seasoned professional or you're seeking an entry-level position, they've got spots uh, all over the place in multiple fields. And if uh, your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, service specialists can help you as well. It's always free for the candidate, and it's uh, payment of service for a company is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. So you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138, or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So I'll call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. 
podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy. G&M, they're on South Lamar and Oxford, 662-236-2222. They also deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedScene. To get your prescriptions the same day each month, take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. They also will transfer your medications. You make one phone call, they take care of the rest. You leave the big box pharmacy for someone who cares about you, knows you, and handles everything there every single month. Again, that's GNM 662 236 2222. Let's see. Um, a couple different things here. Let's see. Some early lines. Every uh, I saw Grind say in the stream that to this point, all the NFL playoff games have gone over on an over under total standpoint. So if you were trying to. The way the NFL game is officiated, and I don't have a problem with it. They want points. They get points. We all want points. But the way that they officiate those games, it's just so hard to stop anybody. The three games that we know of so far, um, from an odd standpoint, the Chiefs have opened up as a nine-point favorite over Jacksonville and Arrowhead. Big number. Over under total of 51.5. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Points. This thing's, yeah. this thing's going. Giants and Eagles. The Eagles opening up as a seven-point favorite at home <sighs> against the Giants. It's a lot of points. You're thinking under. You're, you're you're taking dogs here, aren't you? So far. So far. Yeah. Forty-seven the total in in that one. That's about right. Money line. If you want to take the Giants, it's plus two thirty. That's all you're getting. So Sign me up. You want to pay a hundred? You can win two thirty on a on a Giants victory. Saquon Barkley's a bad man. Bad man. Okay, Saquon Barkley's a bad man. Let's give let's give David Jones some credit here. Daniel, Daniel, him too. Let's give Daniel Jones some credit here. That's been cat, made fun of his whole career. That cat yeah. got made fun of a lot. And you know what? He ain't so bad. Nah, he's all right. I think he's the first quarterback in NFL history. Um, yesterday, he had three hundred passing yards. How many ever passing touchdowns and more than 70 yards rushing in the same game? He basically played a near-perfect game. Like, And I'm not criticizing. Is it Clayton or Slayton that dropped the ball going across the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he dropped it. He felt sick about it. But that was going to be a completion, and they were going down. They were going to run it out. Mm-hmm. It was a, he just made plays. And Saquon Barkley, in case I didn't emphasize this enough the first time, Saquon Barkley is a bad man. That he is he is a bad bad man. That dude is a beast. Now look, I did not believe in the Giants at all, so I probably will do that again here as but they are playing better, but the Jags to your point on a money line, get the Jags at plus 325. Why not? Over 3 to 1? Sure. One game. I mean they got some dudes now. Bills minus four. About right. I think. 49 and a half. Uh, I probably go over. I just worry about Cincinnati's ability to protect. You're only going to get plus 165 on the Bengals. Yeah, because they can win. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they haven't lost in forever. But they. And they were going to beat them on the Hamlin night, I think. Yeah, I think so. Which means this game should be in Indianapolis, not not Orchard Park, but whatever. I don't think the Bills are going to be intimidated by a road venue. They went into they went into Kansas City and won last year. 
They're not going to go, oh, God, it's Bill's Mafia. They're good. Oh, they're good. And look, you offer me Joey Burrow, and I got a shot. Is this – the Athletic is telling me that Jim Ursay is legitimately thinking about hiring Jeff Saturday to be the permanent head coach? Yes. Hey, if you're running a circus, make sure you have a clown. If you're if you're running a circus, you need a clown. Dude. It's his team. Well, sure. Well, he can do whatever he wants. He owns it. He's one of those people that when you tell him you're an idiot, he'll double down. No, you're really being an idiot. Well, watch me. Yeah, telling him he's wrong is not the way to get him to do something. No. That is not it's how the... to get him to double down. Wow. I didn't know that. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, all good. Whatever. But I just glanced into that and went. I mean, I think his response is it's my team. I'll hire who I want. Okay. Two things that we had not mentioned. Uh, maybe they even happened since we had last talked. Um, Peyton Hillis off the ventilator, doing better. Oh, that's great um, news. The uh, former Arkansas running back who had uh, saved at least one other person, maybe up to three, depending on reports in, in the uh, in the ocean from drowning. He apparently is uh, is well on his way to recovery at this point. That's Seems fantastic. to be doing well. That's great. And then Mississippi State hired Zach Selman as their new AD. Um, he was at Oklahoma. Yeah. as one of their deputy athletics director there under Castiglione. So, obviously, an athletic department has done incredibly well. I know very little else about him, but uh, they have they have hired him at this point. So, um, yeah, replacing John Cohen, obviously. I mean, he'll do well. No, it's I'm fine. Sure. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> he was at UNC at one point. People over at State still digging into the tampering. Oh, I'm sure real. I mean, you know, <laughs> cannot let those injustices stand. I mean, that tampering cannot happen. That That's... <laughs> tampering. Man, I mean, come on. Everybody's tampering. In and out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's... it's I, I, I will be critical of a lot of NCAA things, but when people go, the NCAA is not doing anything about tampering. I'm all... I'm team NCAA here. What 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 in the world? Yeah, how would you like me to prove and handle that one? Yeah. Where, where do I even start? What's your one to ten on Giant... On uh, Cowboys and Bucks tonight? You all in? Um... Yeah, it's I mean, going to have to interest me after a minute. I, I, I'm... I watched a lot of NFL over the weekend, so I'm 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 almost burned out. I'm really interested in the legacies, or at least the weeks of the two quarterbacks. But I don't care as much about the game. Does that make sense? Sure. Like I'm I'm really interested on who wins and what that means. But I don't know that I necessarily need to see all the minutia along the way. Well, here's my thing: after watching the Niners, and after watching the Giants, and knowing what the Eagles can do. I don't think this game is particularly consequential. Right. And so I'm I'm not super into that. But I am interested in what happens if Dallas can't win. Yeah, it gives Brady another scalp. It puts Dak into a 
Well, weird, that's what I'm more incredibly weird spot. Like, like nothing against Tom. By the way, I don't know if you, I was shocked to find out that Tom had already found the new girlfriend, didn't it? Oh, did he? Apparently so. Okay. Stunned, actually. Incredibly successful. It feels like there's a little competition going on there. There, there there's a little. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. But if you're Dallas, and tomorrow morning, your season's over. That meeting, like I said last week, where somebody has to say, Mr. Jones, we've got to evaluate this quarterback situation, sir. It's a big night for Dak. Big, big, big night for Dak. Huge. Yeah, I mean, just such a big night. We've known this was coming for weeks, and here it is. So I'm interested in that part. You think Tampa Bay's winning the football game? I have got- I mean, it's a – Gut thought Tampa Bay would win for weeks, which means absolutely nothing. No, of course not. Okay. What's the meeting like in Minnesota today? What's that meeting like? Look, it's the same thing that has been the case, and I'm a broken record, but it proves true. It's just you've got a really good quarterback who's not an elite quarterback, and you don't win because of it. Look, they were the worst. And again, I was a Minnesota guy. I thought – but. They did about what I thought they would do, but I thought they'd win a playoff game. They were 11-0 and in one-possession games. At some point, that's going to get to you. You don't just continue to win every one-possession game for the, end of, for, the, for the rest of the world and the end of time. So you're not shocked by it, but the issues that you have with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback came out as those are the issues with Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. And they are what they are. They're a really good team. They're a well-run organization. They have no obvious huge flaws that makes them some laughing stock in any way. They're also not elite. They're just really but, good. But when you stay just really good, you can't. You know, you're in purgatory. Yes. Because you go, well, I mean, we're going pretty good. Yeah, but you ain't winning. I mean, you're the Utah Jazz that. when they had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. You were good. You were you were too good to be bad, but you weren't good enough to be great. Enjoy the NFC North title. But Buy the, the t-shirts. But that's the problem. Detroit's getting better. Chicago's got a chance. Well, it's where Chicago's got to look at them and go, all right, we got a chance maybe to be a lead at quarterback here. Look, that's the deal. If you're, if you're the Bears, that's why you're so excited. If you're the Lions, you're so excited. Is that every division sort of has the – the final opponent, to use like a Mortal Kombat term. If yours is Minnesota, you're like, okay, I mean, fine. But if that's the king of the division, I'll I'll take that one. You're not staring down, oh, God, Pat Mahomes has 10 years left. Or you're not, Josh, you know, no, it's Minnesota. Okay. So if I'm Detroit, like well, the only conversation I'm having is, is Jared Goff our Kirk Cousins? Or is he better than that? And we don't know yet because he hasn't been in those situations. I mean, outside of L.A. early in his right. career. I mean, he looked to look like shit for the Rams. But that was super early in his career. Yeah, I'll, he's, I'll, he's I'll let him. up some now. Yeah, I'll give him credit there. That's where in, in New York they've got to be kind of excited, right? Is that they thought going into the season that they were going to be quarterback hunting, and now they're not. No, they're fine. Now you kind of give him the contract. And you they build. feel like they have a quarterback and a coach, and they've got a special player in Saquon who's for a running back healthy, and hey. He made some big plays out of the backfield, dude. I mean, he's tremendous. Yeah, dude, man, big plays. Got some sirens going on outside. Yeah, stuff happening. 
New mean, mean Streets of Oxford, baby. Yeah. So, we'll see. What time's the game tonight? 7.15. Is that right? I'm, You're just assuming? That's, that that's, that's what time the Monday night game usually is. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah, 7.15. That is correct. ABC, ESPN, ESPN Plus, the 12-5 and 5 Cowboys, the 8-9 and 9 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is there a Manning cast tonight? There's not, is there? I haven't seen that. Yeah, okay. if, if there is, I'm not aware of it. I watched it less this year. Yeah, I didn't either as much. It's a good product. It I have good. no negative reason. Yeah. I just... I just kind of... Look, dude, I'm getting bad. I even did it yesterday because I was watching football and I was watching golf simply because Hayden Buckley, who's from Tupelo, was winning the PGA Tour event for several holes in the back nine yesterday. So I was following that for him, with him to see if he was going to win. Um, Brian knows him really well, so we were kind of texting back and forth. And I watched both of them with all sound off for the most part. I just don't listen to anything. So if I'm not listening to the Manning cast, there's no reason to have the Manning cast on for the most part. I have, I like Romo. I like Greg Olson. I think he does a good job. But for the most part, I would rather watch games in silence. So I will just mute or turn the volume all the way down and, 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 and watch it myself. So that is that has changed, I guess, me watching Monday Night Football because there's no reason to do that if I'm not listening anyway. I was um, watching... I was flipping back and forth between that and the Thunder. The Thunder have decided to start winning, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. It's bad. It's fun to see your team win. It's bad. The Thunder now 21 and 23. That's not enough. They're tied with Phoenix for the 11, but they are a grand total of one and a half games out of the six. Yeah, you did not on January sixteenth. If I told you for the year, you did not want to be in any realm tied with Phoenix. No, that was not where you wanted to be. No. For those of you that are Grizzlies fans, a lot of you, yeah, sure. Grizzlies are half game out of the one. They're right now the two in the West behind Denver. Um, is Denver the favorite? Are they good? Yeah, Denver's good. Okay, Denver's really good. You know, back to back MVP and yeah, yeah. They got bounced early last year, and so people kind of write them off. But they're they're really good. And, and then you got New Orleans right there. New Orleans the three right now. They're still hanging on. Sacramento, Terrence Davis, they're the four. Dallas is the five. Sacramento's the four? Mm-hmm. 24 and 18. Seriously? Yep. Yep. Is that legitimate? I mean, you've played 42 games. At this point, you're... But are they good? Yeah. Oh. So, solid. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Okay. Clippers are the six. Minnesota the seven. Golden State. The eight, Portland's tied with Golden State. That's my point, though. I mean, like, we're talking. There's an indictment. Clippers are 23 and 22. The Timberwolves are 22 and 22. Golden State's 21 and 22. So is Portland. Utah's 22 and 24. And Phoenix and Oklahoma City are 21 and 23. Houston going hard after Victor Wimbanyama is 10 and 33. Charlotte's 11 and 33. They're also in the heat of the Wimbanyama sweepstakes. Yeah, and Detroit just one more out of that too. Yeah, Pistons twelve and thirty four, thirty five, thirty five. Uh, McCready and Siski will be tomorrow. It's not going to be today. We're going to do it tomorrow at some point. Um, in large part because I'm behind today, and I've got uh, some other stuff that I'm doing as well. Uh, I will tell you that uh, I'm bringing the beer garden back to some degree. It's going to be different than it was. It's going to be just kind of conversational. And my first guest, I recorded the first one on Friday. Chase will know this name, so I'll tell you guys about it. Robert Perry came on, and we talked about um, life after the plane accident six and a half years ago oh, wow. that claimed his brother. 
his sister-in-law, Robert, and his wife, Ashley, went from being parents of four to parents of seven in the yeah. blink of an eye. And we talk about the challenges that came with that, what life's been like since then. And I was, he was great. Hopefully I was decent enough to keep it going. Um, but we'll, I'll launch that at some point this week. Kind of going to start just doing conversations with people that I've always wanted to talk to. And he's one that I've always wanted to talk to. I've kind of admired him from afar over the last six years or so. Our paths have crossed because of kids and things like that. But uh, I've always just kind of admired their tenacity and, in their words, their grit. And we talked a lot about their grit on yeah. uh, on the beer garden. So that will come at some point uh, this week. The beer garden brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. So we'll get that to you at some point in the next few days as well. Okay. Back tomorrow morning again. A lot of football talk. And then uh, Ole Miss, South Carolina tonight. 5.30, by the way, for anybody wanting to watch that. It's on the East Coast. So yes. Eastern time zone. So earlier game, 5.30 tomorrow night. From Columbia, um, Colonial Arena, is that right? Colonial? I think so. Is that right? Okay. Cool arena. Is it? Yeah, it's where Ole Miss played the NCAA tournament. Oh, uh, that is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, against Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah, so. All right, back tomorrow morning for that. Take care. Talk to you then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.